The following podcast will definitely contain adult language and an abundance of sexual innuendos because we're talking about movies about making porn. This week, we're talking The Girl Next Door. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Alex, the Salty Nerd, and today we're talking The Girl Next Door. I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Tom is here. Hey, what's up, guys? The stunt cock. The stunt cock. <laughs> there you go. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Let's go. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good. <sighs> yeah. hitting for Vader. Yep. Yeah. You're welcome, Vader. Yeah, Vader can't perform, so you come in. <laughs> well, it's not in Vader's contract. It's like whenever, whenever the you know the big the big finale. You know, it's funny though because we've we've had you on more like recently. You've jumped in a couple of times and you were like, when am I going to get a fucking shirt, dude? It's a very good, it's a good plug so, too. I got yeah. you a shirt. Yeah. I've been doing this like pro bono for like two and a half years it's like, now. It's the least and I can I, get. I finally got a $19 t-shirt. So <laughs> of all the fucking shit I've done for you, I got a night after two and a half years. If it makes you feel any better, I haven't paid myself yet either. That's good. <laughs> I've been I doing this for like that. two years. That's good. Thank you. So I make as much as- you brought us a cake. Yes, did. you did. 5,000 subscribers. And, and there's a bottle of bourbon behind you. And I made well, meatballs. I, this is and the, some smoked meatballs. We uh, drank this already. And the meatballs. This is the second one. Oh, yeah. This is good stuff. Alex liked is it, it so much, he bought another bottle of it. Is it good? It's amazing. Have is you not it, had it? No, it's Nevada bourbon, isn't oh, it? Oh, dude. Nevada. It's the smoothest. He's got to go to work. Oh, that's I, Yeah, we have to wrap this shit up. You have a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Jude is also here. Welcome. Hello. How are you doing? I'm great. And Matthew Kadish. Uh, I liked how you sang song the intro today, Alex. Salty nerd podcast. I'm just excited for this to be over. Well, well this is actually my favorite movie of the week. This is wow. one of my all-time favorite what? movies. What? What the fuck did you? This is all-time favorite yeah, movies. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I can't wait to hear I didn't your know take you felt on that this. Strongly about it. Oh, Me yeah, I neither. Love this movie. Wow. 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 This is also my favorite of the week. Really? Yeah. You guys are it's not my all-time favorite movie though. Table Split. I didn't like this movie. I you didn't like it either. It, it's not that it's a bad movie. I just like I find it unredeeming and just gross and kind of ugly and not fun. Everybody's an asshole in this. Movie. Everyone's an asshole in this movie. Everyone's awful. Yeah, I agree. Let's get into that it. That is not true. <laughs> All <laughs> right, we're gonna argue about this movie. Oh yeah. As soon as we get back uh, from this real quick YouTube ad thing. Yeah, stay tuned. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, there's something different about my mango pineapple smoothie. Really? My caramel frappe tastes fine. Nah, something's definitely different. No difference? Other than I got them for half off because I ordered on the app. Well, that explains it. Explains what? How things seem to taste so much better when you're getting a sweet deal. Okay. (laughs) Right now at Mickey D's, get 50% off any size McCafe beverage when you order through the McDonald's app. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Follow one time per day. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you guys want to support the podcast, don't forget to join up for the club membership area. There is where you're going to get all of our podcasts ad-free, plus four exclusive podcasts just for our club members. This month, we're talking Star Trek, the original series, and having a ton of fun doing it. So if you're going to join up for any one of the months, this is the one to do it, because we are having a blast talking some classic Kirk and Spock adventures in space. And uh, we would love to have you there. You also get access to a um, dedicated area in our Discord app. It is only for uh, club members. We have a ton of fun hanging out with you guys there. And also you guys get to influence what we talk about next for club members. So if you're paying for it, you get to choose what we're talking about. So jump in there and give us your uh, feedback on the club members area. Okay. The Girl Next Door. Jude, take it away. All right. 2004, The Girl Next Door, rated R with a runtime of one hour, 49 minutes. This had a budget of $25 million. What do you think? Uh, I want to say 
60 million. All right. I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm like 55. I think, I think this movie did okay. Yeah. $30 million. Oh, no kidding. Bummer. I thought it would do I felt like it did better than that. It's got a lot of famous people before they were famous. That's a good point. Well, it, it really found its audience on home video. Like it's, it's one of those. One, it's it's one, one of those. Yeah. It's one of those things where like anything that has to do with like making a porn, like when it comes out in theaters, nobody wants to go see it because mm -hmm. it's like public taboo. Thing. But but once once it comes out on home video, people watch the shit out of it. Oh, so. there's a, it's a good point. Whole generation of teenage boys that just rented this movie every weekend. Mm -hmm. That's what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I was twenty something, mm -hmm. but the whole reason I saw it was the premise. Mm -hmm. I mean, just. Hot chicks and porn and well, okay. Well, well, just watching Elijah Cuthbert look hot. Man, she, she looks hot. She's in this. so beautiful. She's fucking crazy hot. In this <laughs> yeah, movie. she really is. Yeah. All right. What's the synopsis, Jude? Okay. Athena is an up and coming, no pun intended, porn star. She's the darling of the AVNs, but abruptly quits and moves next door to Matthew, a high school senior who's also starting to feel like he's been all work and no play. She catches him peeping tomming her and then lures him into her car to even things up, forcing him to streak. Their relationship is off to a cute start until her ex-boyfriend Timothy Oliphant shows up to roofie Matthew and steal all of his Samyang money. After tanking his Georgetown scholarship speech, losing his moral fiber, and getting the shit beat out of him, sometimes you just gotta say, what the fuck, and make a sex ed video at prom. Discuss. This movie had potential. For me, I was like, okay, I could, I could see the storyline kind of unfolding. Um, I really like the relationship uh, of the girl next door and the main actor, like when they first meet each other and they have that back and forth and she forces him to like strip in the street and then they become friends and they kind of start hanging out. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a fun, semi heartwarming movie. And then Timothy Olivant shows up and he's a complete douchebag. And then it gets real dark because then it becomes this young girl who was trying to get out of this industry because she obviously didn't want to have sex on camera anymore, but she got forced into it because she didn't feel worthy of a normal life. And then she just kind of like goes along. It was, it went real dark for a long period of time in this movie. And I just was like, God, it kind of was like, it made me feel a little uncomfortable. And I was like, I felt really bad for her. And that's kind of what the movie left me feeling like. It's just I felt bad for this poor girl. Yeah. I didn't feel that way at all. Really? I felt like she was just a young woman who did porn for a while and was like, eh, I don't really want to do that anymore. And I don't think that she felt shame about it or felt like she was forced into it. I feel like she did it. It wasn't for her. And she didn't want to be, because she didn't want to continue to do it, the fact that Timothy Oliphant was kind of making her do it, that's when the the kind of the force comes in. But I don't think her start in this was like gross or icky. It was just, I think I'll try this. All right, now I don't want to. Well, also within the context of, of the story structure. So like it's only after uh, she loses like the respect for Matthew because like he starts treating her like a porn actress, mm -hmm. takes her to that sleazy motel, that she decides that she can't escape her, you know, her past because basically the reason she fell for Matthew is because like he looked at her the way that made her feel normal. And once she realized that she couldn't do that, she was like, well, I might as well just go back to it. And so like when Timothy Oliphant kind of like locks her into, you know, this new porn contract and Matthew's like trying to like, you know, make amends and be like, Hey, you know, you don't have to do this. You can't escape your past. You know, like I was a jerk. I'm, I'm sorry. Like that's kind of like the, the second act, mm -hmm. you, you know, like, you know, put the hero in a tree, throw rocks at him and then like, get him back down. So yeah, I mean, it goes dark uh, midway through the movie, but like it's supposed to, because like it's, it's the uh, scenario that 
you know, challenges the protagonist and he has to come up with a plan to rescue the, the girl. And then it gets light too when they when they show you what the actual video was that they the, made. Yeah, it's the, really funny. The bait and switch that they pull at the <laughs> end. I, I I did like that. Because I, I and they set it up really well because I remember like when they revealed what the actual movie was, I was like, oh, they did set that up because they talked about uh-huh. it earlier when they were watching that like 1950s sex ed video. This, this is a really well-written film. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a good, well-written film. I just, I didn't have any good feelings about it. I was watching it and I was like, Timothy Oliphant's kind of an asshole. The main actor, he has a couple redeeming scenes, but for the most part, I felt like he was kind of an asshole too. Emil Hirsch? I don't know. The, the dude from- Matthew? Yeah, Matthew. Okay. What's his name? Emil Hirsch. Okay. What else is he in? Um, Into the Woods or yeah. Into the Wilderness. Oh, Into the Wild. That's into the Wild. Yeah, yeah. That movie's fucking yeah. awesome. That's a good he movie. He was also in Wolf of Wall Street, I think. Really? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I don't remember huh. that. He's he's pretty famous now. There's a lot of like really famous people yeah, the other, in this movie. The other kid's The Riddler, right? Yeah, The Riddler yeah, yeah. in this yes. movie. So this was like yeah. Paul Dano's like first movie. He was also in uh, There Will Be Blood. Is it just me or is it just like John Lennon? In this she, movie. Yeah, I can see that with the glasses it's and this shit. Weird John Lennon thing the whole time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. With the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. And then he's a stupid nerd. <laughs> <laughs> stupid nerd that's hung, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, the entire uh, floor of the dorm got together just yeah. to watch this dude, dude whip oh, it out. Can we talk about his, his other friend? The worst person the in the entire world. The worst person yeah, in the world. He's the worst. Like the entire Eli, movie. Eli. Eli, he's not cool. dude. He's not he's, cool. It's not funny. The first he's time, horrible. The first time we see him, we're not seeing him, but the first time we we kind of realize the type of person he is. He's on the phone with his friend. Yeah. And he's like listening and watching porn. Like and his, friend is, and his yeah. friend is like, dude, I told you, I don't want to be on the phone with you when you're doing this shit. Yeah. He's like, too bad, buddy. He's yeah. like, learn to it's like it. It's freaking disgusting. Yeah, he's awful. And then the, the next scene, time. he's watching porn with the guy on the couch next to him. And his buddy's literally sitting there going, dude, I, I don't like this. Yeah. And he's like, learn to love it. And he touches his leg. I'm like, <laughs> it's not funny. Not a friend to have. It, no. it, it, it's, it's pretty funny. And, and you, it's, know, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. funny. <laughs> As a man who's done this to many men. <laughs> you, know, you know, what's funny about that character, Eli, is that uh, the filmmakers based him on Eli Roth, the director. Of course they did. Who, who they're friends with. And they're, they're like, the way this guy watches porn is the way Eli Roth watches horror movies. Okay. So, that tracks. Yeah. But but basically the way that he acts, he's like minions and all this stuff is like they're like, yeah, this, this is basically Eli Roth. OK, I, I can see the reference point, but I still didn't like that guy. He was horrible. Oh, yeah, he's the worst. He's the worst. He, you know, you're bagging on Timothy Oliphant uh, in his character. But I, I found like his character is probably one of the most enjoyable aspects of this. Movie. Yeah, he, I, I do like him. He was the, the character. I hate Timothy Oliphant, but I liked his. I hate the actor. I, I hate don't the understand. Actor. Why I do you he, hate him? Because I think he's pretty and looks weird. And, <laughs> and, 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 and he just. Tom, confusing feelings. I want to be him. I, I feel like I am him sometimes. <laughs> I want a Timothy Oliphant suit. Yeah, no, I, I just feel like he, they put him in stuff because he's pretty, but he's not a good actor. And it, oh, I disagree it, with that. His delivery is always flat to me. And it, he's just in so many he, things. He for, plays for, for, himself most of the time. Yeah, I know, but I don't like yeah. that either. I, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to like, act as yourself. I There's, disagree. I think I, I think that we play we we say things like oh that guy just plays himself all the time. And and it's true a lot of the time a lot of actors do do that. I disagree in this case. Hmm. No, I, yeah, I yeah, like his like, performance. I just don't like Timothy. Like once upon a time in Hollywood he did not play himself. In yeah. this movie he doesn't play himself. He actually like one of the interesting things about his character is like he's like the main antagonist in this movie. Um but he comes off like at first like you, you like like him because mm-hmm. he's he's being the cool guy. 
And then like once he starts like stealing money and, and punishing Matthew and for roofing Matthew. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, that was that yeah. was just funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that but, was but, funny. But, but I mean like like then he reveals himself to be a threat. And in a weird way, um, at the end of the movie, they kind of have a mutual respect for one another for like, you know, kind of like outsmarting each other and stuff yeah. like that. And the fact that Matthew was able to basically find success without stealing his idea. Mm-hmm. Um uh, one like a lot of brownie points with, with the character. But the the character that he plays in this movie is actually like very interesting to me. And I think he plays it perfectly. Yeah, I what I'm s i am I do not like Timothy Oliphant. I think he I think he does a good job in the movie. The, you, you're not wrong. I mean it's a well put together movie. I just think it's real scummy. I'm I'm with you, Alex. Listen, it's just real scummy and I'm not left heartwarmed in this. And most of the characters are just fucking creepy to me and like (laughs) like all the bullies are super weird it reminds me a lot maybe too much of high school like my high school was very much like that like very like very much like that well well, it's a very realistic take on high school and and for for like the 90s for sure it was yeah for sure what's interesting about this movie is so like it's a coming of age film right and it's a very good coming of age film but it started off as it was going to be a remake of risky business and basically somewhere along the development process, they were like, what if we crossed risky business with American pie? And this was the result of, of that. And Elijah so Cuthbert, uh, when uh, she was cast in this movie, she was also doing the second season of 24. And so like she would like shoot 24, then she'd come in and like shoot her scenes for like this movie. Much different character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you, you know, I think that this movie, because it underperformed, actually hurt her career. Yeah, I, I wish that she was in more stuff. Yeah. But, but I liked, like, every time I watch this movie, I'm like, this is basically a risky business, but it's like a, a different version of it. I get and, that and, vibe. And I yeah, love I it. I, I love this movie. Like, it just, like, by the end of the movie, like, uh, it has, like, so many, like, good heartwarming lessons about, like, friendship and relationships and love and sex and and what it takes to succeed in life and how to be, like, like the whole theme of this movie is moral fiber, mm-hmm. right? Like, how, how do you, um, you know, find your moral compass when you're dealing with, like, know crazy like the outside world and stuff like that yeah Yeah. and so like i feel like the the themes of this movie are very strong i feel like the acting in this movie is very strong the writing is excellent in this movie everything about it i just love i can watch this movie a thousand times and never be bored watching it um there was a scene that i thought was particularly funny is when they were in the the strip club timothy (laughs) oliphant takes matt to the strip club and matt is like fish out of water in the scene. He doesn't know what's going he's on. Trying he's to he's act so trying cool. to be cool. He's smoking a freaking giant cigar. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then he sees his father's friend and Timothy Oliphant just completely outs the guy. And that, that whole scene, the interaction between all three of those characters was freaking hilarious. And it leads to the most uh, awkward lap dance ever. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> Dude, That's the lap so dance. horrifying. <laughs> it's like, hey man, why don't you buy him a lap dance? And then they're like <laughs> sitting right next to each other. This chick's got her boobs in the dude's face and they're just like, so uh, how's that scholarship going? <laughs> and, and you know, what's funny about that scene is so like when they were shooting this movie, Emil Hirsch was underage, like he was under 18. And so uh, for that scene in particular, they had to like put pillows on his lap to keep the dancer from actually touching Jesus him. Jesus Christ. Because it, like technically he was a minor. <laughs> oh. oh no, that's an, okay. So that's another thing. I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up in this movie, but I was a little weirded out about the time frame that this is put in, like so- sophomore to senior. Like these are these kids aren't seniors. They're seniors. Yeah, they're seniors. Are they seniors? Yeah, because yeah. he's going to Georgetown. Not, okay. not to mention he's student body president and like the least cool person in the school. Yeah. Well, How he, is that even possible? He is supposed to be 18, yeah. but he's still finishing up high school. Academic popularity is different than popularity, popularity. 
Still, two different things. Yeah, I mean, I was student class president. You're not really? cool. Yeah. You're <laughs> definitely not cool. But. That's a fucking good point. <laughs> you just um, need to get enough of your friends to vote for you because no one else cares I, enough I, to vote. I guess it's weird to me. It's like getting accredited on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Boom. When I was uh, when I was in graduating high school, I was not. I was like 16, 17 years old. You were sixteen what? when you graduated. Yeah, I graduated young. I was seventeen. Yeah. I was seventeen. Also. Yeah, I was 17. So like, I there's always I had a this summer birthday with these like teen sex movies that are out there all the time. There was always like that weird like line that they try to ride, where like, yeah, you're still in school, but you're also old enough to film some yeah, of this shit. I found her very predatory because she's oh, yeah. she's a seasoned woman. This is a hooker. And he's a he's <laughs> a, a hooker. He's a child. Yes. So he's I, a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like he doesn't sleep with her until like the end of the movie. And he is like changing. He is ruining his life for this girl. He saw half her tit. Uh -huh. <laughs> and, oh, then she, and then she like molests him and throws him in the street. And I was like, and by this, the way, is, this is love to you. When we, when we see the porno that she had been in with the, uh, the, Kung, Fu this, the Kung Fu. Oh my God. I kinda <laughs> watch, I'd watch that porno. <laughs> Very, I got orgasmo vibes. So it was like, it was yes. very good. It was it's like, it's very orgasmo yeah. vibes. Well, well, what's funny is like, I feel like the kind of like sexual, um, like belief system that a lot of these guys have in high school, it's very similar to like the stuff like me and my friends believed when we were like that age in high school, like growing up and being like, oh, like sex is like so cool. It's like, I wish I could have it like right now, blah, blah, blah. And like all these misconceptions you have about girls and like, you know, like hooking up and stuff like that. Low yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, like, um, in my later years, like, you know, I dated some crazy women. And so like, I understand like what they go through when like, you, you know, you're dealing with like a girl and all of her baggage and like previous boyfriends or guys who like them and don't like you and stuff like that. So, sexy like, ass Timothy Oliphant comes over smoking oh, yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I've dealt with guys like that before, like yeah. depending on who I was dating at the time. And it's just like one of those things where like, I feel like a lot of the stuff in this movie rings very true to me. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like it's authentic and I like it like so much. Because, you should like, teach a class <laughs> on this fucking movie because you were trying to like <laughs> academically preach this movie to me. And, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're right, Matt. I know. But I still don't like it. <laughs> well, well, you don't like it because you're saying that it, it's hitting true to you. And a lot of it does. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that's maybe that is the bigger issue. A lot of this. I mean, a lot of it. This is I mean, this very much reminds me of my high school. Like very much. I went to a real like preppy high school. So we had like a lot of that, like that, like we're the cool kids. Like I wasn't by any means not like. I feel like you went to the same high school that Joe Young and Orgasmo did. What? <laughs> a Mormon high school? Yeah. A Mormon high school? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like well, that, that are, was Are you down Tom. with Jesus, Tom? <laughs> I mean, JC. <laughs> <laughs> it's my boy J me and jc you know we we drink wine we hang out <laughs> i've had the blood of christ <laughs> um but you know i don't know maybe, maybe maybe you are right like maybe i do see too much of myself and timothy oliphant in this movie uh maybe the high school is a little too re reminds me of how shitty high school could be um and, and how awful and and ostracizing it is um, so yeah, okay, maybe it's all hitting a little too close to home. Uh, but as weird pervy porno friend, 
uh, I could do without. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all could. He, yeah. makes me, he makes me super uncomfortable the entire time. He's like, if you don't fuck her, I'll kill myself. Oh I'm my like, God. In I'm front like, of everybody? Like, that was so crazy. Like, that's, I mean, like, haven't you ever had a friend like that? No. <laughs> no one's had a friend like that. Maybe it's because I went to film school, but yeah, I've had friends like that. I've never, had friends like that. I've never known anyone that horny and desperate. Me neither. Never. No. You need to get out more. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> they need to get out more. Yeah. All right. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll be right back. We're going to finish up this movie. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, real quick, if you guys want to support us and our channel, you can go to saltynerdstore.com and uh, grab some of our merch. We really appreciate it. We have a ton of really cool designs there, and you guys can get the official logo, which is what I'm wearing right now. And uh, we'd love to uh, see pictures. So if you do buy some of our stuff, uh, send over some photos of us on our Discord or somewhere like that. We'll share it out there on uh, Instagram and whatnot and say a big fat thank you. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Word of mouth goes a long way. So if you're wearing one of our shirts and somebody asks you about it, it gives you an opportunity to uh, let them know about your favorite podcast. All right. So, uh, real quick, so, yeah. I, I want to talk about this one scene in the movie where Timothy Oliphant's at high school and he's there to pick up Matt and he's talking with these three high school chicks, one of which is Olivia Wilde, mm -hmm. who just plays like the minor role in this movie. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if she was up for like the main role and she got beat out by Elijah Cuthbert. Um, but um, so he's talking to these three girls and, uh, you, you know, he's kind of like working his magic on them. Talk about predators. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah talk about predators. But, but he's like, oh, man, there's a lot of talent at this school. Um, but, you know, he gets the girls like really interested in him. And like, you know, he shows like the weed and, and the drugs, basically. And mm -hmm. then like he just kind of like pulls away. He's like, OK, see you later. Always and the girl, the girls, more. Yeah, yeah, the girls are like, wait, don't you want to film us? And he's like, nah. And, uh, and uh, all the high school boys, uh, Matthew's friends, are like just like in awe like what he's pulling off there. And he's just like, always leave him one of the lower boys. Yeah. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant. It, it, it's, it's the best scene in the movie with Timothy Oliphant's character. Mm. Um, you guys want to talk about the heist at the, at the porn producer's house or whatever? I didn't even need this. Yeah, yeah. James Remar is in this as like <laughs> a rival porn producer. And he's, he's fantastic. Yeah. He's hilarious. But I just, I, cause I didn't, Here's a great thing about Timothy Oliphant's character in this movie. Like I was pretty much sold on the idea that he was actually on Matthew's side for a lot of this movie. You were. I was like, oh, he's trying to actually be helpful with him. And then it freaking goes. Sweet summer child. Then it turns. You totally would have gotten duped by Timothy Oliphant. I probably was like, he's so freaking cool, guys. <laughs> like he I feel like Alex has a dark history that he will not talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like he met this really cool older man one time and like they were buddies. <laughs> and then it went fucking south. And then it real got quick. weird real quick. But like, they, did, they didn't offer Alex a stunt cock. Oh <laughs> god damn it. Uh they um like Timothy Oliphant like is like hanging out with him. And he's trying to get him. He's like, Hey, we're gonna go to this thing. You owe me, dude. Remember, you owe me. I'm on your side. And then he just starts fucking punching the dude in the face, like railing. And then the way it's filmed, it's like it's from Matt's perspective, and you just see Timothy Oliphant just like punching the camera. It's like aggressive, and then you're like, Holy shit, this guy's not on your side, yeah, dude. And, and then he's like, I'm sorry, that was super aggressive of yeah. me. I shouldn't have done that. It was so I like I, I couldn't get a beat on him. I'm like, is this guy crazy? Or like, what's going on right here? And then he leaves him in the lurch at this porn producer's house and he calls the cops on him. And I was like, That's and so he freaking... steals his some your money. And he stole the $30,000 for the kid. He didn't steal it. That dumb chick at the bank <laughs> just said, yeah. Oh, it's the guy who liked my earrings. Here's $30,000. Yeah. No then, signature required. And then when Matthew goes to get the money, she's like, you're in big trouble. No, bitch. Like, no. Bitch, you gave him the money. Yeah. Bro, he could have 
fucking got that money from the bank. Like, like that crazy broad yeah. just gave the money to the handsome man who was nice to her that one time mm -hmm. is all that happened. Yeah. No I, one ever complimented her earrings before. Yeah. <laughs> she went to Cabo. I don't know. She was doing, she was doing some shit. Oh, oh, she went the, to secrets. The funny she was part on a girl's trip. Yeah. The funny part about that heist scene is that, so like Matthew, like, it's the day that he has to give his speech for that scholarship to Georgetown. And it's like his entire future is like hanging in the balance. And uh, throughout the movie, we've seen him kind of practicing his speech, talk, invoking John F. Kennedy and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. And um, what happens is that Kelly, uh, Timothy Oliphant's character, uh, roofies him and like drugs him up. Ecstasy. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so like uh, make some real loosey goosey. Molly for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and and so like on the way to the speech, you know, he, he's changing into a suit and stuff like that. He's got bloody face, messed up hair, and then he starts tripping balls. And by the time he gets to the the function where he has to give his speech, he is gone. And, yeah. And you know, Elijah Cuthbert's there, and she's trying to like help him through. And uh, while he's sitting there listening to the other people do the speech. Um, one of the guys steals his John F. Kennedy line and he just starts cracking up uh, be, be, yeah. because he's like, of course, of course this happens to me. And then he gets up there and he just kind of throws his speech away and speaks from the heart. And he legit has the best speech of the group, but because it was just so honest, like they, they can't award I, it to him. I disagree. I thought that was really anticlimactic, honestly. When, I, when he goes up there and gives his speech, and it's all just about how freaking hot his girlfriend is and how much in love he is yeah. with her. Yeah. I'm like, this is, is fucking retarded. Dude. He's a virgin yeah. who has a hot whore <laughs> as a girlfriend who he's not had sex with. And he's just and he's just like, oh, you know what? It's all about just love. He's just got the rose colored glasses it's, on. It's the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah. yeah. But, it, but it's the most genuine speech it's, of the group. Well, Gen genuine, yes. Yeah. But that's not what they asked for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why do you deserve Moral fiber? Nobody yeah. wants to hear you talking about your hot girlfriend squeezing her juice. Exactly. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm like. And then, they, then they all looked at her and half the dudes were like, I know. Her. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, speaking of it, there, there's another great scene in this movie where, so uh, Matthew finds out that she used to be a porn actress and uh, it turns out he goes downstairs and she's there visiting and talking with uh his mom mm -hmm. and he starts picturing like her like sucking his dad oh my god like, making out with his mother yeah that was super awkward so they're weird. sitting on the couch and they're like looking at baby photos obviously he starts ki or she starts kissing her his dude, mom it was the hottest thing i've ever seen <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> dude. his dad walks up with his hands on his dude. hips and he's like you want some more water and she's like look, look. i'm like oh my god <laughs> i was so into that scene i was like like matthew's right cinema is amazing <laughs> But but it's one of those things where I think like uh, they're you know I've known guys growing up who like they find out about you know their girlfriend's sexual history and they just can't handle it and it's it's just like one of those things where like I feel like that scene was very relatable even though like it was funny but it was also disturbing at the same time <laughs> very disturbing um I don't know man I, do you guys want to do final thoughts you have any or do you have a story to tell Jude or do um, you want to tell it yeah sure okay uh, so you were talking about the the awkward uh, lap dance in the movie. And it made me, it took me right back to the time <laughs> I had a really awkward lap dance. Uh, so you, you all know, I used to work in a spa and um, one of my first spa jobs, uh, this guy used to come into the spa all the time and he was close friends with uh, my manager. And one day she was like, Hey, Jimmy really likes you. He wants to take you on a date. And I was like, um, okay. So I went out with this guy. We, we met at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. We had a drink and he was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take you to a really special place. And he took me to a strip club and he bought me a lap dance. Uh, and in this, in this strip club, you like, you have like the main floor and then you kind of go through like the corridor to the private 
rooms and it was just me and him and a dancer and it was very awkward and it was all just like the rubbing on the face with the boobs and the and then her and my boobs and uh it was extremely awkward. So I just started asking her, um, I started a conversation with her and I just started asking her cause I worked at a spa and I was like, so what do you wax or shave or it's very smooth. And I gave her my card. And she you actually, were networking. What? And, yeah. And she started coming to me for treatments. And I never so saw this that dude. guy again. The next day my boss was like, so how was your date? And I was like, Really fucking awkward. This dude took you on a date so he could watch another girl grind up on you. I guess I I got the impression that that was like his the the thing that he does. Uh, and oh fun, no, I, I I get it. Yeah, and I, then he ended up yeah. marrying one of my clients. Tom, as a dude in the dating world, yeah, would you ever pull a move like that? <laughs> Have you? <laughs> what? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's not how I met Jude, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fun guy, you know? Um, oh my God, that was not the answer I expected. I've done a lot of weird shit, man. You know, just, just, just be cool, all right? I've been no, married for too fucking long, dude. There's no need to shame Tom. It's just, you know, just... Life's cool, bro. Just relax. That's a bold move, dude. <laughs> it is. It is a bold move. That's a bold move. Well, you don't just take them. You don't just. It take sounded them. like he just. Oh, no, no. See, he did it wrong. No, he did it wrong. You got to. You got to Timothy Oliphant this shit. <laughs> you got to like set it up. Okay. And you got to like kind of like kind of like, like. Has anybody ever mental mental manipulation? Yeah, it's a little. It's a little like head game. Like like. Oh, you you've been to a strip club? Yeah, I've been to a strip club. Oh, I bet you wouldn't go right now. Oh, I'd go right now. Oh, reverse psychology. It's a little head game. Yeah. This is how you do it. Wow. <laughs> this is how you do it. I'm so glad I'm not in the dating world. I wish I wasn't. I'll tell you what. I'm so tired of this shit. It's a lot. It's so much effort. I hear his stories all the time. And I'm like, God damn. 11 yeah. years and strong, man. <laughs> Take this a is, nap. I'm off the market. It's great. Fuck yeah. all that shit. I'm a... Uh, you know, I'm an explorer by nature. I'm an, uh, I'm an adventurous spirit. I'm going to Indiana Jones way yeah, through this. Yeah, you know, just going to, I don't know. All right, let's wrap this up. <laughs> Final thoughts on this movie. You didn't like it. So what do you give this for a rating? Uh, I mean, it's not a bad movie, but I, okay, it's just not your okay. thing. Matt makes, Matt always makes good points. <laughs> um, if Matt says something, it's usually worth listening to. And, and, and he is very factual about a lot of the points he makes in this movie. That being said... I think it's weird and creepy. Um, I, I, the only things that I enjoyed about it were the sexiness and, and that's about it. Like it is sexy. And, and that's really the only fun parts so his friends are creepy. All the kids at the school are awful. Um, I don't understand half the things they do in this movie. I, I don't, I don't know. It, it's not, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. This is a, Matt's not wrong. It's not a bad movie, but I don't like it. So I'm giving it a bad rating. Um, it's a 2.5 for me, uh, 2.5 giant boner statues for no reason. Um, <laughs> just because it's creepy and I don't, I, it's just not a comfortable movie. It's, it's, I agree with you. I feel like she's kind of like a victim the entire time. And his friend is such a freaking pervert. Yeah. And, and I, I always feel bad for the loser crew because it's like, they're always like, there's always like this horrible, like they're not even cool. They're just like horrible. 
Like, like nobody wants to be friends with that director kid. <laughs> nobody wants to be friends with with the Riddler. They're, they're weirdos. <laughs> you know, they're weirdos. Yeah. You know, this is the origin story for the Joker. Yeah, yeah. Like for well, real. Talking about the ending <laughs> the of this movie, we we get to reveal. That oh, it's the weirdest part of the whole movie. The the movie that they filmed during prom was a sex ed movie that yeah. they were going to sell to like the school board across America for whatever reason to like update the sex ed videos. But they actually showed this teenager's dick in this video and everybody across the United States that got a copy of this sex ed video was like, here it comes guys. This is the scene where we get to see that kid's dick. It's fucking weird. Fucking weird. Super weird. It's so weird. And he was sitting there and he's just like smiling to himself. (laughs) I'm like, no. Well, well, the the whole thing about like his character's arc in this movie is that like he feels like he's unattractive. He feels like no one would ever like him. And then like when he finds out that like he like girls are like super into his dick because it's so big. (laughs) Like he's like, oh, like I do have value. Like there is reason to like That is the saddest thing (laughs) I've ever heard you say. (laughs) That's so weird. I'm with with Tom. It's a two-star movie for me. Uh, Jude, how about you? Uh... I like this movie. I've watched it several times. It is not one of my all-time favorite movies, but it was my favorite this week. And um, I think it's fun. Yes, there are definitely some dated aspects to it and some horrible characters in it. But enjoyability-wise, I mean, this has rewatchability all over it. So, along with a bunch of jizz. (laughs) (laughs) So, for me, uh, I I give it uh, four out of five Samyangs. Okay. Four out of five. That's strong. Holy shit. Okay. Katie, how about you? All right. So we didn't even talk about like Samyang or Samsung. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to fuck that dude. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought I was wasted. That really happened, right? Why was that in the movie? Why was that in the movie? Why were they going to rape him? Why, 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 what was that? Because he's so effeminate. So, no! Why does Matt relate to this? <laughs> well, well, part of the subplot in this movie is that uh, Matthew is trying to raise enough funds to bring over a very talented uh, foreign exchange student named Samyang uh-huh. from Cambodia. Yeah. And, and uh, the whole school just looks at him as like a mascot. And yeah, which they, is, but that's actually kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, and, and they keep getting his name wrong. They keep calling him Samsung instead of Samyang. And for some reason, there's like this running gag where all the jocks in the school are are like, I want to fuck that dude. <laughs> and they keep saying it. It's so weird. Super weird, dude. I don't uh, get the but, joke. But, but I it, don't get the joke. I mean, it's just. I it's think they were of... serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they were serious too. They, they, they raped that one kid in the quad and they were like high-fiving him in the beginning. And I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> But uh, I always thought that was kind of like a funny subplot. And it does play into the movie because in order to, uh, so uh, Timothy Oliphant's character steals the fund to bring him over. And so Matthew has to figure out a way to replace that money. And then he comes up with his like sex ed scheme. And how to, you know, go to college without the scholarship. You know? I mean, did Timothy Oliphant steal that money? I mean, I'll, I'll go back to this. Did he, did he steal that money? He stole the money. Or did that dumb chick give him $30,000? Well, both. There you go. <laughs> It wasn't Ocean's Eleven. He didn't like. I mean, she didn't crack come, the vault. She didn't come to his house with thirty thousand dollars. He went to the bank to get it. Well, well uh, Emil Hirsch told her that he was the student advisor in charge of you know the yeah. foreign exchange thing, and so she just assumed That's that. So like, yeah, yeah. Wow. She, she just assumed that he had the rights to the funds and handed it over, even though like, yeah, you guys are right. The bank would have had to pony up the money because that, that yeah. was their mistake. But, yeah. But within the context of the story, like you know, she'll never sense. work in banking again. <laughs> but but this movie, she it's, has to it's go a, become a porn star. It's a very, 
Sorry, Kate. <laughs> it's a very well-written movie. It's a very well-directed movie. The acting in it's very good. Um, it's got good heart to it. Uh, I, I find that the humor works. Um, I love Timothy Oliphant's character. I think he's very interesting. Everything about this movie, to me, just works. And I have a good time watching it. Um, I've watched it numerous times. Uh, to me, this is five lap dances out of five. This is a five-star movie. That's wow. crazy. Whoa. That's crazy. But are they awkward lap dances? Yeah, yes, they are <laughs> awkward lap dances. Non-erotic lap dances. Yeah, non-erotic. But, but, Asymmetrical tit lap dances. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, like this movie, it's just like, it's a very solid, very good movie. Like, I feel good every time I watch it. It's a good coming-of-age film. And it's fun. It, it, it's not something that you take too seriously, and it's relatable. And I feel like the people who made this movie really kind of understood the high school experience at the time, at least like at the time I went to high school. No, for real. So, yeah, no, this yeah. is very much, it very much reminds me of high school. Very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll say, I just remembered this, the scene when uh, the two friends of Matthew went to the porn convention or whatever. The Avian Awards. The Avian Awards. <laughs> that shit was funny when they went upstairs. Yo, touch my wife's tits. Touch my wife. <laughs> and they're like, she, these guys are directors. <laughs> She's all excited about it. Another weird scene. It makes yeah. no sense. Who cares if they're directors? I mean, He's like, like dude, you, you gotta, the you gotta put my wife in your movie. The weirdest part is before that, when they're just coming into the AVNs and they're like, oh, we're just doing this for our high school uh, newsletter. Oh, and they're oh, totally fine with it. Yeah, video yearbook. And they're like, come on in, guys. I'm yeah. like, no, it never happened. No, I don't know if you guys have you ever been to the AVN Awards. No, never but, been. No. But I mean, like, that was pretty accurate. <laughs> 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 they don't give a shit. You have to buy a ticket. Well, this was in the 90s or whatever. No, it was 2008 or 2004. No, it's 2004. Okay. It's weird how this feels like an older movie. Well, it is. Compared to like like Zach and Miri. It's like 18 years old. Zach and Miri, it was from 2008, right? Yeah. Yeah. That feels more like a modern movie than this, but it was only four years apart. Well, they didn't have cell phones in this movie, but they, had, they did have cell phones in Zach and Miri. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's only four years apart and the, yeah. like the whole context changed. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. That's... Yeah, two 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 out of stars. You're four. Yeah. He's a five star. Okay. Five star. All right. I'd love to see Matt's list of five star movies because I can't believe. Never would have thought this would be on. Never would have believed. It. <laughs> it's also his favorite porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for this week's theme. What a theme it was! Freaking movies about making porn. Comment get, below. Get what? out there and get your flashlights. Yep. Go. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But if they want to sponsor, but if they want. <laughs> We have a box right here. It's open. <laughs> we'll plug that shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hey, right. Tom, where can they find photos of your flashlight? I don't have any <laughs> flashlights. That's just rude. <laughs> okay, mister, I'm going to take a girl on a date to a strip. That's not what I said. <laughs> Indiana Jones. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Walking into a strip club with a bullwhip. I'm a lot of fun. All right. I'm a fun guy. Uh, if you really want to look me up, you can find me on Instagram, Big T2681. Come say hi. Be a friend. Okay. Jude, how about you? Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a, You've got the, a friend no, in me. Wasn't that the theme of the Golden Girls? Yeah. <laughs> You've got yeah. a friend my in golden me. Golden Girl. Yeah. We're going to be old ladies together. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm the rose to his blanche. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fucking rent's expensive. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at I am Jude Juju on uh, Instagram and on TikTok. All right. Matthew Kadish. You can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter. Kadishbooks.com takes you to our Amazon page. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter over at saltylist.com. We send it out every week and we give you updates as to what we're doing. And we'd appreciate it if you signed up there. 
All right, everybody. Thanks so much for watching the video. Appreciate it. Like having you guys here and uh, we enjoy doing what we do. So don't forget to support us. Saltynerdclub.com is where you can go to uh, become a patron and get access to all kinds of really cool stuff. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Stay salty. Thank you.